What is up? What is up, my beautiful people? I know, I know, it's been a while. Everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I'm still here. I'm just collecting, I'm rebuilding, reforming a few things. So yes, I still love my baby, but I feel like I can't give you guys my all if I'm half-stepping. So I would rather just, you know, take that time, get it, get it together, and I'm back. But I'm always going to be back. I'm always, I'm never going to forget about this. But thank you so much for just tuning in and showing the love and just giving me your support. Because that's what keeps me going. Literally, during my whole staycation, stay-awation, work-ation situation, I, you know, then getting calls, texts, like, when are you going to do the podcast? Are you still doing the podcast? And I like that. So what they say is take a little time off to see if you really have that traction. Because sometimes you just get views and listens, but you don't really know who your audience is. So I kind of follow it when they hit me up. So I like that shit. And I just want to say thank you so much. I truly, truly appreciate it. You guys are amazing. Thanks, my dudes and my dudettes. Yes. So how was everybody doing? Uh, Let me say it again. How was everybody doing? First and foremost, I want to say happy International Podcasters Day for all my podcastees, for all my podcast listeners. I like truly like this is like just amazing. I have like a really good energy rolling through me right now. And honestly, it could be the shrooms that I took two days ago and it's still probably affecting me because I'm smiling. I was skipping all day. Niggas, um, excuse me, I'm acting out of control, but I feel like I'm in a Disney movie. A few birds just flew by, and I don't know, I'm really just enjoying it. So don't judge, just sit back and relax and enjoy the ride, because it's going to be a good show. It's been a while since I've done it. Like, literally, I've been all over since then, like, in, like what, two weeks? Maybe two to three weeks. So yeah, I, I got to get caught up. I got to get caught up, and this is my way to do it. But let me start off by saying, it is what it is until it ain't what it was and that was said by me when I was on shrooms I don't really know why I said it um but I just wrote it down and I found it and my my notes is like all over the place because I'm always all over the place so it, it said shrooms and then underneath it it said it is what it is until it ain't what it was and I don't really know what it means so maybe y'all could decipher it maybe you know it is what it is until what it is ain't what it was so it wasn't how it used to so we can't carry on no more now why i wrote that i don't know but it's probably some advice that i probably gave to my home girl or needed something to give to my home girl so home girl if you listening to this that's what i said it is what it is until it ain't what it was okay all right there we go and once again happy international podcast day thank you guys for posting me and just giving me the love giving me my flowers like this shit is like you know kind of surreal because now i'm on Google Podcasts, actually, yeah, Google Podcasts, yeah, and Apple Podcasts, so, um, my baby is walking, he's, like, running right now, okay, not full speed, because we still got some work to do, but, hey, if, long as there's work to do, then there's work to do, so, the past few weeks, I went to a birthday dinner, happy belated birthday, Chrissy, birthday dinner was amazing, it was somewhere, Frederick's in, um, Hoboken, or McFreddy's, or something, don't quote, quote me, because, it was a blurry night because I kind of was hitting the pen and I was drinking a little dirty martini, even though that the first dirty martini tastes like sour, sour grapes. It was ridiculous. But then I told them, I was like, you know what, guys, like I need this a stiff bitch, because if I'm spending this much money on a fucking dinner, um, I need I need to feel this because I love you, Chrissy, but you and your expensive ass dinners. I don't know. Next year, you're going to have to do some bowling or maybe a brunch. 
because your expensive taste don't go with my pocket waste. Yes, I said it. I said it. Anyways, I love you. It was a good moment. I got to see Breon, which I have, who I haven't seen in like um, 12 years. So that was good. I almost cried. Actually, I, almost, I shed like half a tear, but I realized deep down inside that I um, only have a few left for the years. So I, you know, I kept it in, but it was good seeing him. Brianna, um, just in case nobody knows, but Brianna is my next door, was my next door neighbor. Actually, no, he wasn't my next door neighbor. He was my little big brother's next door neighbor. Well, down a block neighbor and his parents or grandparents lived next to me. I don't know. It was a weird situation. So I always would be in contact with him and, and, you know, our family was kind of close. So it was cool seeing him, love him. His energy is always amazing. I saw Patrick, you know, and I just call him Patrick because he, he has many tricks. He's funny. Um, had his six pack out. It was looking all sexual chocolate-ish. Yes, I'm saying it. I don't care. Patrick got some style. I was ready to snatch those cheetah boys. <laughs> those cheetah boy slippers off. But he always come through style. Have his seven chest, uh, seven chest hairs out, looking Rico um, chocolate suave. Yes, I said it. Go ahead, Patrick. But it was all in all a good moment. Um, the gay bestie was there. His main, and, um, some yeah, it was a good moment. Food was delicious. Um, they didn't say happy birthday. Yeah, we calling you out, talking about oh well. Um, we didn't. We weren't told it was your birthday. We've been here for two damn hours. What you mean? You heard happy birthday. We gave speeches. We gave hugs. Like, we got shots and drinks for the birthday. The whole restaurant announced it was the birthday. Yeah, y'all got to do better. So, all in all, I'm going to give it an eight because the food was delicious. I just think that they really needed to focus on the customer service. And maybe because it was a table um, of POCs. That's people of color's. Yeah, so because we had a whole, we had a variety. We had whites, we had blacks, we had Spanishes, we had gays, we had lesbians, straights, non-binaries, half men. <laughs> we had it all. <laughs> so basically, it was a good moment. Um, I also did a little um, bike riding in Hoboken over the course of time. I almost hit seven parked cars. It was ridiculous. I can't do these city bikes. I don't care. I, I'm not a city biker. Halfway, I jumped off the bike with an attitude because people were hunking at me. I was going the wrong way to glare off the glare of the light from the cars and my glasses. I, it was just too much. You would have thought I was fighting crime, but going the opposite way. So um, no more city bikes for me. I, I need my life. I need my legs. So no more city bikes. But it was actually really good, you know. In the daytime, I rode a little bit. I also went up to New Paltz, which is a different country, a different land. The grass is very greener. They, the sentences over there are different. You know, I was I, we asked about some bug spray, so I'm like, the um, gay bestie turns to the guy and he's like, "Is this <laughs> is this expired?" And he's like, "Pull it, pull it, pull it." So, pull, pull, pull. I'm like. All right, I guess it's not expired. So the language is definitely different at New Paltz. But I will say, if you want a nice time, a serene place, they have like little flea markets. It's like upstate New York. It's nice. Like it's like trails. Bring your dogs. Like it's really nice. Check it out. New Paltz. The language is definitely green and different on that side. But the grass is definitely green. And um, right now it's actually a, a nice time to go like for like tourists, not tourists, but like hikes. It's good for hikes and just really, you know, get into your center. And I enjoyed it. So I'm glad that he took me. Thanks, Gay Bestie, because it was really nice. The language, I will have to um, Rosetta language that. 
but um it was different i also got to play with his um his chihuahua which he's so cute Lil g he kind of has like ferret vibes but he's not a ferret um white tail white booties gray eyes the man is fucking sexy i mean he's not a man he's a dog but he's sexy he's smart and he's cute so i was watching him for a little bit yeah he definitely you know he definitely has a liking to me but i'm the dog walker i'm the infamous dog walker and speaking of that i do feel like that i should you know start a business like dog walking because i do walk dogs and i love it and they love me and they do behave because i don't like any unruly dogs i cannot do no unruly dogs the last dog that i did who the lady requested me my client like three other times and i had to say no because he was jumping trying to nut snatching i don't got time i'm a free boiler the time that i walked him i good thing i had drawers on clinging to me because the, he had my draw he had my pants down half into my knees so my ass and everything would have been out and he he's a puppy so he's just jumping and clawing it literally took me about 15 extra minutes to get him because he wanted to play and claw and bite and i can't do that because i'll bite your dog's ear off and go running and i can't i don't have the money to be sued so i just don't have the time so i don't do no unruly dogs but his dog was amazing and i love him so i definitely am the gunkle and Lil g which his name is gambit but they call him Lil g and his father his first dad because he has two dads yes it's a gay relationship those exist guys those exist in dog life too so um the main father what's his name is chet ball he literally I, I feel like he's breastfeeding him at night but i'm not judging nobody but i do like they're like attached at the hip you can't even look at chet wrong without little g getting a little little sassy but it's cute and then my gay bestie has like a different um a different relationship with him too so he has two dads but i see the difference it's cute and i love it i'm here for it i can't wait till i'll be a dog dad i did see two pugs rolling around in the street two days ago and i definitely was very very excited i actually chased them down the owners came around the corner they were like no one was um bambit go go figure and um bomberino different but i loved it and then the two gay husbands because that's what they were um arnold and ari so i'm like this is cute <laughs> a and b this is very cute very cute but i enjoyed it so uh, hopefully i have them as clients too because i told them i'm willing to walk these pugs anywhere anywhere across town uphill downhill through tunnels you name it i'm there so i might have two clients but anyways it was beautiful. Um, I did a game night in PA. Yeah, so this was like a travesty in itself, like literally. Just getting to PA was a travesty. So I missed the first bus, which was at 5, uh, no, which was at 6 o'clock. So I mixed the first bus, so I was like, fuck it, I'll get on the second bus. So my little big brother was supposed to pick me up at 5.30, but I guess I missed that one because I'm dysfunctional in some ways. But this one wasn't my fault. And I know it sounds like excuses, but it really wasn't. I literally got off of work, jumped on the, the first train and was out. But then the A train was out. If you New Yorkers don't know about the A train, and if you're not in New York, if you don't know about the A train, then you need to get informed, okay? The weekends, it'd be in and out. So out of all weekends, it was out. So I had to reschedule for the second one. And he happens to be going to see a movie. The movie probably lasts about five hours in total, in my opinion. Um, I hit him up to pick me up. Everything was like, I'm not there, dude. 
Dude, I'm watching a movie. Dude, you should have came one time. Dude, I don't know who's going to pick you up. Dude, when maybe um you can call somebody. Dude, sit tight, dude. You should have been on time. Dude, this, dude, that. Oh, I was all duded out. I'm, and Lord knows I love the dudes, but that was just too many dudes for me. So I sent him a flaming Elmo, uh, <laughs> Elmo like, dude, I'm paying the toll. Like, what's going on? So I had to wait. And then my ride who finally shows up gets a ticket, like right in front of my eyes as I just finished rolling a joint because I was, dude, annoyed. And so finally I get dropped off after the whole ticket situation. I get dropped off at... <laughs> his parents house and then Columb dumb comes and picks me up because we're supposed to still have this game night and we're still waiting for him because he's still watching a movie taking long as fuck what's the name of the movie don't ask because i don't remember all i know i had to do with some agents and no agents please don't throw no ropes or apples or tomatoes i'm just saying that it was an asian movie which i actually want to see it i know it i don't have i don't have the name of it right now but I can tell you that it, it from the attractions, it was magical and it was karate. And we know I love magic and I love karate and I do love Asians. Because let me tell you, I had some really bomb ramen two weeks ago and that shit was po- uh, uh, ramen pokey it all up. Pokeyed it all up. It was delicious. So we ended up doing a game night at um, his house, Little Big Brother's house, and it was fun. We played some really corny game that I forgot. I think it was called Slide Into My DMs. I don't suggest anybody slide into these DMs. Everything was lackluster, and I wasn't really feeling it. I need something a little X-rated. But we played out Uno, Uno Flip, which, uh, you know, I told you guys that I love a good Uno Flip. It's very intense. You flip over the other side. Shit gets a little dark. Uh, you know, I always talk my shit. I think I actually won the first round. If I'm not mistaken, I won the first round. I'm bragging. I won the first round. And during the first round... During the during this whole time, I was just getting drunk at Columbus house because I was waiting for Little Big Brother to be at his house, which that took like two hours and forty five minutes. Meanwhile, he only lives forty five minutes, so don't ask me. Ask him. Ask him how, what route he took. But as I was waiting, I was feeding, getting shots, and I was being introduced to about forty seven cats that um, I w- don't remember the name. I think Simba, Nala, Coco, Chanel. I don't know. They were jumping all over Columbus house. Almost gave me several heart attacks. I was still delirious from two nights ago because I was drinking and I went out and I worked and ugh, it was a lot. But it was a good game night. Swarika showed up with her tattoos and her, she definitely does bring her A game. Um, there was a rum punch going around. Rum punched me all the way through PA. Oh my God. I, I, the next day I was punched the fuck out that's rum beat my ass rum punch held me down and beat the shit out of me and the thing is with rum punch it is so good he makes it so good that you don't realize it's rum punch and i'm slightly not an alcoholic but i love a good taste and it was sugary and i love a good i love a good sugar (laughs) sugar sugar cane i love it all there's some lime juice in there to get your senses tangling. So when I say everything was hitting, it was hitting. But the next day, I was dragged through the house, and I had to go to PA. And I mean, I had to go back to New York. Oh, shit. Excuse me. I almost just died right now. 
I had to go back to um, New York because I had the, um, the birthday dinner. So everything just played its part. I got to ride in Corey the Corvette. Now, when Little Big Brother told me he had a Corvette, I was thinking something in the 2000s, nice and crisp. But he put like, I pulled up to some night Rider shit. Now, when I say I, you know, I, I didn't think it was packing a little heat underneath the hood, but it definitely gave what 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 is given. It did the assignment. Had my brows all the way to the back. I will say it's a little outdated, but I like it because it is Night Rider ish. Yes, you. <laughs> To take off that sunroof, yes, because we had the top down. Take off that sunroof. You need a screwdriver and possibly a drill. But just know that it's easy to take off. And hey, it's about the process. It's about the assignment. And I'm fucking with that car heavy. A nice fucking paint job. And baby, um, see mommy better watch out because all the girls are going to want them. But anyways, let's keep let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it all the way moving. I was getting a little off track. I was thinking about the way my um my naps were flowing through the wind. Yeah, it was looking beautiful, very beautiful. Um, I do want to just take this time to say rest in peace, Papa. Papa is um one of my extended extended families and slash best friends. Um grandfather he passed away he was he, he was a little ill so rest in peace papa you were one of the one of the most bravest men i know i mean you know you are just hilarious you're funny you stern you mean business i, I used to live there so the stories about him is hilarious so the, i'm gonna just give you a, a quick story so nani baby she is basically the granddaughter and me and her we're, we're like two aces so she on the way out because I was leaving shortly, she was like, put this on and say bye to Papa. Now, Papa is a little homophobic. I'm not going to say that he he's not right in his time because back then, you know, he's Dominican, old school Dominican. So, you know, they don't really bang with the gays. Well, some of them that old school don't because there was a few Dominicans that was, you know, a little a little on their way out, too. Now, I don't mean like on their way out, like on their way out, but you, they were a little up in age, was definitely hollering for a dollar in this way. But I'm just saying. His, their family, you know, the old school, they don't really bang like that. But he grew fond of me. I've been around for about 20 years. I mean, if you don't like me after 20 years, then then maybe it is me, damn it. Maybe it is me. So um, I grew on him. So she's like, yo, let's fucking, let's prank Papa. So I'm like, all right. So she pulls out this, I would say Hulk Hogan, <laughs> Hulk Hogan mullet um, slash Tiger King tizzle fizzled in the front low in the back it was all over crazy it was around halloween so i put that on and i you know adjusted it made it what it was and you know pranced past him now the outfit that i was wearing i think they were like cut up jeans but i had like a kilt kind of shirt like it was a black shirt and on the bottom it was like lumber jacket so it looked like a little dress but it was a it was a shirt back back in that time we you know that was the stizzle and i still wear that if i found it i don't know what happened i think somebody borrowed that and never gave it back maybe i donated it okay never ne- never you mind anyway so i got all spruced up and i was, and <laughs> i pranced past him and over my shoulder i was like bye papa and as i'm passing his eyes are out to the ceiling his stomach is down to the floor, and he's just in a maze, like, really, what the fuck? Literally, he, his eyes followed me from the, <laughs> the entrance of the living room to the exit of the living room, like, really? Like, you coming in here like that? 
And he was like, I know, shaking his whole head. And I love you, Papa. That shit just had me weak. <laughs> had me weak. And you know, she can't contain herself. So she was laughing all crazy. And eventually he broke stance and just couldn't even, like, couldn't even get with it. But it was out of control. Like, really? He was like, what the fuck just passed through here? Nani and all her crazy ass friends. Where'd they find this gay mother? <laughs> all day. Yes, I am. But rest in peace, Papa. We love you. And I'm just, you know, I'm, I was glad to see everybody come together for the funeral. Of course, I was late. And no, I didn't get to say my goodbyes. But in reality, I'm not really much of a funeral person. But I showed up to the funeral and they're like, he's been buried two hours ago, sir. And I was like, all right, let me just light a candle or blow out one. They let me do that. So it was it was good. I, I fucks with it. Rest in peace, Papa. You're well missed. You loved and if you see my grandmother, tell her to chill out. Because she always, she's she's a troublemaker. She speaks her mind. She's a troublemaker. But she'll, she'll I mean, she'll holler. She got a little something, something. So anyways, I love you. Be well. So let's move on. I wanted to also have a special happy birthday for my girl, Stina. She's mad funny. Two girls and a husband. And I don't think she's changed. Maybe she's more motherly, but... She's still funny as fuck. One of the funniest bitches I know. So happy birthday, Stina. Willie loves you. Ow. And I just wanted to say thank you guys for just tuning in. And also, my job, the Brow Society, was on Hoda and, I don't know, Hoda and Jerichi or Hoda and Janelle. I really should know who Hoda's with. But the, in my defense, the girl is new. So I don't really remember her name. But I know it's Hoda and... It was cool. It was good seeing us on there. I mean, I wasn't on there. I wasn't working that day. But, I mean, we're moving on up. So, I really I fucks with it. And I just want to give a good shout out to all my peeps. All my peeps. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So, over the course of time, I had a friend who... Who came back into my life? We've been friends forever. Like I'm in, I'm in his will. He's an older, he's an older statesman. And yes, to, and yes, I am still in his will. Just to, but he hit me up and he was like, "Hey, I want to hang out with you. I've been going through some shit. I want to talk to you about that." So you know, we met up, like we talked, we hung out, we um, had some wine, and he's like, "Yo, you want to try some shrooms?" I'm like, "Yo, I tried shrooms. I know what shrooms is like. Just give me half of that and we good." So I took a microdose, which is smaller. And let me tell you, I saw purple elephants. I saw unicorns. I saw power ranges. I saw it all on a rooftop. And it was amazing. And I'm not advising people to do drugs. But if you're going to try one, try shrooms. It's, you know, microdose it, everything. So I think this is why I'm in such a good mood. Because shrooms saved my life. And now I, I feel like I have a different outlook on life. I have a different outlook on me i have a different outlook on like just where i want to be and you know my baby's growing legs and everything is just kind of just working itself out so i'm at the right place at the right time in my in my um in my retrospective things um and with the retrospective things it's also like i want to be safe and with with when there's safety, excuse me, I need something to drink. When there's safety, there's safe words. And I think that people should really utilize safe words. I was reading that safe words can save lives. Safe words can save uncomfortable situations. Like, I have a friend, you know, Mandy Poon, that's my bestie. You know, my Jewish girl that I always talk about. I told you, just that's like the 15% of Jewish that I am because um, 
it's hereditary by best friendism. So basically, she has a safe word. Like, she does safe words with her friend. And one time, we were at a Shabbat, and she was literally talking. <laughs> she was literally having a seminar with her family in a corner about safe words. And she was like, look, this is a test that safe words work. So she goes, William. Um, she goes, um, well, um, we got to head out and do, uh, we have to head out and get the, um, I think the safe word had to do with avocado um, ranch dip or something. Something with avocado. I think it was a dip. And I, because I know that the safe word, I'm like, avocado, that sounds familiar. So when she said, well, she turns to me and she goes, well, we got to get the avocado. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was actually wondering when we were going to go and get the, um, what kind of bread that we were going to eat with that. And she, they all literally started dying. Like, wow, you, you guys are really... I'm like, yeah, guys, because I was wondering what we're going to eat with that. So everybody was like, well, damn, we need to try this safe word. So you don't have to tell people that you really trying to leave. But, <laughs> but it's the way that you... You know, you don't have to tell your friends exactly like, yo, I'm trying to be out. Like, loudly, you just, you know, sneak a safe word in there or just... You know, and everybody knows to rally up and the car is going to be on in five minutes and you know where to be. So safe words, it is in the bedroom when they choking you too much. Sometimes uh, uh, it's not it. You would want to say, ouch, or um, can we get the ice cream for after so my throat could heal peacefully? Ice cream it is. So safe words is where it needs to be. And I just love safe words. And I love that story. So, yeah, don't judge me. Wow, we are having a good show. We're making time, very, very much so, because I haven't done this in a while. So I need to just talk. I need to let it all out. I need to just, you know, hey, let it all out. And speaking, let it all out. So one of my friends called me today, and he basically he's he's raised his kid who's like fourteen years fourteen years old, and he his kid was caught. Well, his niece. Well, his not niece. Sorry, his nephew slash son was caught smoking weed in the school bathroom now when i heard that i was like "Uh uh-uh this kid knows better which he does know better but sometimes kids at that age which 13 or 14 are impressionable and they kind of just do stupid things so he's like well i want to know if he was smoking with them and i was like well how would you figure out and he was like i'll just ask him straight up and then i'll have a, a drug test you know if he lies to me like if i feel like he's lying then he has nothing to prove and do it like i'll make him pee but i was just like so how would you know if he'd smoked beforehand? Even though, I, like, I think the principle of the situation is that you're smoking in school and you're putting yourself in crazy situations. You're hanging out with crazy people. And, the, you know, you need, to be, you need to be mindful of the people that you keep. So my question is, how would you discipline him? Like, how is, you know, how, like, what if you find out he's smoking? How do you stop a kid from smoking? Like, how do you stop him from hanging out with who he's hanging out with? You never could really, you know, how do you... I mean, I have a lot of friends who are parents, step-parents, so I'm just trying to figure out what is the best solution for him because he's willing... He got one side of his family that just says, beat his ass, beat his ass, because he's Dominican and, and Puerto Rican. And, and that hurts. And, and with that with that race alone, <laughs> weed is like heroin to them. They, like, they, they go off. Like, you know, older Dominicans, they don't like the, you know, they're not really with that. Older Spanish people in general. So, you know, I'm like, how do you tell them, like, no, which no is no, because 14 years old, I don't think that you should be smoking, especially if you're smoking in a fucking bathroom where you can get caught. But how do you punish a 14-year-old and make sure that they're not smoking? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I just told them, 
get that drug test and then once from there then you'll figure out what to do i say punish him i don't really think a beat down would really solve anything because what is that going to solve i mean a good smack was good but what is that really going to solve nothing talk to your children people talk to your children now, speaking of children, there's this child named Avery, and today is his sixth birthday, and Avery has nice, beautiful green eyes. He's smart. He's funny. He looks just like his dad, Nello, and I just want to wish him a happy birthday. He's so funny. He's like a little, he's like a little Woody, like, <laughs> from Toy Story. He has, like, the nice, swiftly hair, and he he's just hilarious. He's like a little man, but um, he's funny, and today is his birthday, so if you can... Give a snap for Avery. Give a snap for Avery. I said give a snap for Avery. It's his sixth birthday. Y'all pulled up to this mess of a show. We haven't done this in a while. Y'all been asking. Y'all been begging. Y'all been pleading. And this is what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a good show. Because today is worth it. Today's International Podcast Day. And I have what? A podcast called The Savage Mess But Never in a Dress. His birthday is October 29th. So this is what we're doing today. We're just showing love. We're just literally showing love. If it's a 40 five minute show hey break it up like watch it when you drive i mean excuse me listen to it when you're driving listen to it when if you're in the shower listen to you while you work while you're working out it doesn't matter i could get you through days i can get you through bad days i could get you through good days i could get you through boring days yes i probably sound a little stuttery watery i do need something to drink i did smoke beforehand and i possibly might have had two shots but don't you judge me this is my shit and you pulled up to it and i'm happy thank you thank you so much for being here so while you're here let me tell you about the titans so the titans is like team titans they are giving me l-i-f-e why because it's sex in there there's drama there's magic there's um ethnicity there's equality it's like lesbians you got your gays you got your binaries your trans it's just giving me all kinds of stuff and it's teen titans so they're making it relevant they're making it cute they're making it swift they have three seasons i'm on the third season every thursday it drops like my podcast which every thursday my podcast is not going to drop i actually have an announcement coming soon what i'm going to do to it because I don't, I don't want to leave you guys hanging. But I want to leave you hanging. I want you to want more. And I appreciate just the love and the support. So shout out to all my peeps who listen. My day oneers. My BBFL star. My man of swag. My nanny baby. Like you guys literally just show me so much love. Precious. Gregster. Like I, I really appreciate it. And I love it. And I'm only going up. Because this thing is growing some. Well it has legs. It's flying. And you too Lauren. I fucks with you heavy. And the baby, and it's just like a lot of good things are just happening. I'm in a good mood, and like I said, it could just be the shrooms, but I don't know. I like to reflect. And happy birthday, mama friend! Yeah, don't think I forgot. Everything is on my list, on my page. So we're gonna get back to um, <laughs> back to the Titans. So it's actually really relevant. I, that and Doom. I started watching Doom, which is like I just I'm on the second episodes, but so far it's giving me creepy, cool, crazy. It's a bunch of people who, in my life, would have said made it. There was a pilot who was basically cheating on his wife with the nanny, but I don't want to give too much away. Spoiler alert! I don't want to give too much away, but I will say he was cheating with the nanny. Wife found out about it. He was drinking and driving because she left him but then took him back. And then he got into a car accident, killing his wife. 
decapitating her. And I don't want to give too much away. So if you want to start from there, go ahead. HBO Max it up. Um, They really need to be paying me for this. But but I mean, it's good. And I'm only on the first season. So if you know me, you know I like to binge watch some shit and get through all of it. Because that's where I need to be and that's where I'm at. So watch it. It's called Doom. Mm Mm-hmm. HBO Max it. Yep. And I wanted to also end this out with the congratulations to... My friend Tishy, she just had her baby girl. It was, it was a crazy process, but the the baby's here. Marley Rose, there we go. God bless you. God bless you guys for just tuning in. And let's just get some stories started, cause I only got a few minutes to get going. But I wanted to these this these are the stories that's been on my biscuit. And when I mean biscuit, I mean my mind, all of my mind, baby. So the first story comes out of um, Georgia. And I nicknamed it the Dick Undertaker. Why? Because he was a mortician and he was slipping and sliping, slipping and sniping people's dead, dead penises. Now he had penises by the, <laughs> excuse me, but he had penises by the lengths, by the heights, by the miles, by the inches. This man was penis out, including his own. No, he didn't snip his own, but he had his own. But I mean, I don't know. He might have probably snipped his off and put started his shrine with it. So the FBI had an ongoing investigation about the penis smuggler. <laughs> he was basically stealing dead corpse penises. And so they they seized over 3,147 penises. And I just don't understand, like, how where did that go? <laughs> how did that raid go? Who was assigned to this? This investigation. Like, this is just too much. And in his mugshot, he had a ponytail, actually, a pony fail that looked very muggy. His eyes were dewy. He definitely was sweaty around the neck. Like, you could tell that he probably just muggled a few penises before they raided his place. Like, they had surveillance. They, it was. It was just too penisy for me. And I and I'm the gay one here. I'm just saying, I don't want no dead meat. I don't want no dead meat. What, what am I gonna do with that? Now I I don't know if it was freezed. I don't know if he had it in in, in heat. Like I don't know. But it's the story is just disgusting. And all I'm saying is watch out who your next door neighbor is. Do your research. Sometimes these morticians, you think that they gonna, they are out here to help you, but they out to get you in more ways than one, inches and all. No, like they said shapes, they said sizes, they said girths, they said races, and I, that's just I I don't know. So he, you know, at least I can't say he was racist because he had all types in jars, boxes. I, I don't really, don't ask me. If y'all want y'all research, y'all need to go and Google it. It's the penis muggler. And it's it's baffling because this is the year 2021. And that's what we need to be worried about. You going over there thinking that the mortician is going to have your um your parent looking, like your, your loved one looking top nine, gut them if they have to. But you didn't think that they were going to be missing their dick. Now, and you, nobody's thinking to check for that either. So I guess that's something to check before, you know, the day of reveal. Like, you got to be like, well, let me see if, like, who's going to check? Like, 
I'm sorry. Rest in peace to all the people who passed away. And the Dick Undertaker. I don't even know if they should take him to jail. (laughs) I don't even know. I think they should lock him in a crazy house because that's more than crazy. Because we can't say, at least we could say he's not a murderer because he didn't murder these people. He's just dismembered their member. But they were already dead. So is that really a crime? Lord, I don't know. Don't no, don't nobody judge me. I just got answers and questions and I, I want answers. So I'm going to ask y'all, is this a crime? <laughs> is this a crime? I mean, I think it's a crime in more ways than one because it's like, damn, like this is the death. You don't do that to the dead, to the dead. So, but I mean, what y'all think? Y'all need to let me know on the sidelines. I need to know. I need to know. I need to know. And while I need to know this, I need to know something else. Ladies, pull up because this is for y'all. Pull up. I said pull up. This is for y'all. So, um, Jeannie Mai from The Real. If you listen to me, you know that I'm into all of this, you know, pop culture. I'm into all these conversations because there's a lot of things going on in life that does need to be spoken about. And I do have an opinion on a lot of things because I am an over-opinionated gay male who just thinks that his opinion means much. And I feel like it kind of does. And if you don't believe so, then you can leave now. Leave the door. Anyways, come back, come back, come back. I need, I need you. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Everybody relax, relax. I know I'm a little off the rails, but hey, you pulled up. And so far, it's a good one. Don't say it's not a good one because you chuckling and buckling. Say, yeah, it's a good one. All right, we really need some sound effects in here, but don't worry, I'm working on that too. And telling you, my baby's in process of becoming top of the line. We even trying to get some billboards out here. Yep, that's my baby, billboards out here. So back to the real. So Jeannie Mai from the real, she was dating um, Freddie Hardwinker or whatever. I don't know if I just made up his last name, but first name Freddie Hardwinker because he's a hard piece of shit. So anyways, Freddie... And Jeannie Mai were married for like 12 years. Jeannie Mai didn't want to have any kids. She was adamant she didn't want to have any kids. I don't want to have kids. And she was adamant. And Freddie didn't want to have kids either. He was adamant about it. But during that time, Freddie wanted kids. And which is fine. In every relationship, and years go by, you change. Sometimes you want kids, sometimes you don't. That's an individual thing. So I wasn't faulting either or. Because at that time that he wanted kids, she still didn't want any kids. And she was adamant about it. Which is fine because it takes that person that you're with. Like, I don't want any kids with you. Maybe she saw something in him that she didn't want her kids to have genetically. He does have, um, you know, he's balding a little bit. So maybe she didn't, you know, and Jeannie Maya has perfect hair. So maybe she didn't want no thinning hair. Maybe she just wanted a melanin, melanated baby. I don't know. But she was adamant she didn't want any kids. So then years later, well, two years passed, not even two years. So she, he files divorce because she didn't want to have a baby, which is fine. Hey, you don't want to be in, with me no more. I don't, you know, I, I want you, I want somebody to be able to give you what you want. So within that divorce, not even like four to five months, he, um, she, the papers wasn't even filed, filed. Like the ink wasn't even dried. Like she didn't even, like, and he was already dating this girl. Sorry about that ad placement. So back to Jeannie and I. Um, I, I just had to, you know, promote some kind of way. And these ads is where it's at and where you need to be. So back to Jeannie and I. So basically, they were divorced, not even for like a month. Uh, not even divorced. They would, she, he, he was, she would serve papers and he basically got this chick. And, you know, they were dating for a few weeks and she ended up pregnant, which is all right. This is what you really wanted. That's fine. So you weren't even fully divorced before you started dating her. And then you got you, you know, you got her pregnant and I'm happy for you. So now two years 
fast forward to two years, Jeannie Mai, she's been married for probably almost a year now um, to young Jeezy. And yeah, she moved on just like he moved on. Now she's pregnant. Currently, she's pregnant. So he had a little smart remark to say that he's glad that um, glad that he upgraded from trash to treasure because now um, now the trash is pregnant. Now, that's messed up to say because why? Because she didn't want a kid with you when you guys were in a relationship. You know, people are allowed to change their mind. And sometimes it's the man that encouraged you to change your mind. Sometimes you're with somebody and you can't see having any kids with them because they do stupid shit. Or maybe you don't want your um, grandparents to be their parents. You know, their grand. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah their parents sometimes can be shitty and you just don't want a life dealing with their parents or maybe you just don't want to be attached to this person for the rest of your life because you already trying to find a way out because the person that you with is something that you don't want to be with could it be that maybe she just evolved and got in a new relationship and just wanted to have different children or people like a a child where she can bring into a world where she would be accepted or would be just the norm. I don't really know what she, cause she's a little, she's a Capricorn. So she's all over the place. Like I, but I just really had an issue with that. So ladies, what is the issue? Do you see an issue in that? I don't understand why can't men just, you know, not even men. I just feel like with this certain situation, like people are allowed to change their minds on both sides. Why does she need to be trashed to treasure? So this is my rant to you, Freddie. You're a piece of shit. Because first of all, she like the girls was very sickly. This is a high risk pregnancy. Like she literally was in the hospital for two months with COVID before that two months, maybe three months with blood clots in her like throat. She couldn't talk for like three weeks. And she also had to drop out of Dancing with the Stars. Like, come on now. Give this girl some love and some respect. That's my fellow Capricorn. Yes, Jeannie, my, I got your back. I got your back. But if you guys want any more information on that story, obviously go to all the blogs because that's where I got my shit from. And then I did a little deeper because I love her and she's a Capricorn. So thank you guys for just pulling up to the Savage Mess but never in a dress. And I got one more story because this one has been on my mind. I just want to shout out my little Nas X. He's doing it big. Little Nas X album was number two. He won some awards. He's kissing other men in videos, humping them and doing everything that he should do to be spoken about. Hey, that's what you got to do, little Nas X. You're breaking barriers for the younger generation. You're just breaking barriers for rap anyway, because rap is already gone. I mean, rap kind of sucks now. I, now, speaking of rap, they haven't Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar doing the halftime show. I don't want to see that boring, lackluster shit. I want to get up and dance. I don't know if I could get up and dance with that. At least J-Lo and Shakira had me shaking my hips and making them tell no truths. Like, come on. Like, come on. Mary, she's cool, but I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. Kendrick, he's cool, but I don't want to see him jump around the stage and give me a sermon. I want to see some ass shaking. Now, Snoop might be able to drop it like it's hot, but that's still in, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little in, up in the air about it, but I'm fucking with my little Nas X. He's doing it. If y'all want to fucking hear a 
different genre because that's what it basically is. Little Nas X is a different genre. He does pop, he does country, he does R&B, he does... I don't know, I love the little shithead. And even though he did those bloody muddy shoes, I wasn't with. But after everything else, and I just see that he just doesn't give up and he turns every down to an up. Like, I fucks with it heavy. And he's also a person of color because, you know, I root for per- people of color. I love my, you know, I love my other people too, but I am a person of color, so I have to stand on... Like, my people of color. And people in just general. I love people in general, but I am a person of color, so I am representing something. And I'm gay. A gay person of color, I need to represent something. I need to be a part of something. And I am. And you guys tuned up to it. It's Happy International Day! Podcast Day. Happy International Podcast Day. And I, let me tell you, I am, I was listened to in New Zealand, um, Guyana, Poland, um, Ireland, Italy, Spain, thanks Carla and JT. Yes, y'all made that happen. Leia and Africa, thank you. So there we go. I fucks with it heavy. Thank you guys. I'm international. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm gonna go to Mexico soon. I'm going to Italy soon. And I'm am being bribed to go to Mexico short soon again. But I don't know if that's gonna be able to work because I gotta save up money. You know these weddings are coming up and the bachelorettes and yes, Daphne. I'm gonna see you walk down that aisle. Yes, I am, baby. Um, so yeah, um, I'm just happy for little Nas X and he's killing it and he's, you know, so people get, get with it and get, get into it. (sighs) Now get into it. I didn't want to end off the show with this story, but I had to, because a lot of people was talking about it and I have my, my issues with it. For one, I, the girl's 22, her name is Gabby Petito and basically she was, um, cross countrying with her boy, well, her fiance and his name is Brian Laundry. Laundry is spelled very differently, so don't ask me how you spell that. So if you want to do your research, do your research. It's been on the news. It's been in the newspapers. It's been in the blogs. It's been in the clogs. It's been everywhere. Because Brian, he killed that poor girl. So they got into an argument on the freeway. Meanwhile, they were with each other for weeks. You know, tempers flare. But the cops pulled up because somebody called the cops because they saw her strike, you know, him. And she had scratches on her arm and he had a, a good pop to the face and some scratches on his neck. And she's, you know, she had she suffers from anxiety, which I do too. I don't get that irate. I just need to get away from people. But um I it hits people differently. So anxiety is not a thing that anybody wants. I just get like anxious and I can't be near people, then I need to probably smoke something and take a walk. So if I'm ever taking a walk, it's because of my anxiety. And, you know, I'm just trying to get level-headed because something pissed me off. Because something always pisses me off. Yes, I'm single because probably that reason. But, oh, well, I get to choose my men because there's a lot of people that want the kid. A lot of people that want the kid. Remember, I'm still in the will. I'm still in the will. Mistress Shrooms still has me in the will. And I met him four years ago. And he showed me the proof. Now, I'm going to get a decent amount. I'm not going to get enough. But I'm not being choosy because there's actually a beautiful amount. So thank you, Mr. Shrooms. I fucks with a heavy. He also was in the movie called Pulp Fiction. So we could call him Mr. Pulp Fiction, too. But I'm still in the will. Yes, I'm still in the will. So back to... um, Back to um, Gabby Petito. So Brian, he basically, they got into an argument, cops pulled up, but nothing was filed. Like, it was just, you know, but the, the, the cops said, you guys cannot stay with each other for the night. We, the only thing we ask you guys to is just, you know, sleep in separate quarters and, you know, revisit it in the morning. So that's what they did. And um, it showed that they did. And then Gabby Petito, then Brian comes home. So everything was all copacetic. They were good. Brian comes home. 
three days late. Now, yeah, Brian comes home without Gabby. Three days later, everybody's like, well, where the hell is Gabby? Brian went on a, another safari trip in the coast of um, um in the coast of Florida, a swampland where no human, they say, should go. You either getting eaten by an alligator, bitten by a poisonous skate, uh, a snake, mosquitoes and all kind of swamp-like stuff is there. No human, they say, should be hanging around there. It's swampy. You could drown. So they don't know if Brian's dead O'Brien took a first-class trip to Mexico. He withdrew some money. They asking his family. They don't know nothing. The family is like, we are not snitching on Brian, Cody, Laundry Jr. Because a family stick together. But this girl was killed. Like, And they said it was a homicide. They ruled it as homicide. Ruled it as homicide because it, she was either strangled. They didn't say how, but they uh, she was strangled. But there was something else done to her. But there was a cross next to her. And Brian just has the look in his eyes like he would put a cross in front of you after he done just murdered you. And watch the life leave your eyes. The man looked crazy. His hairline's to the middle of his chest. And he looks like he shaked a few rabbits once upon a time in his lifetime. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So um, he's out. So if anybody sees Brian... Do your research. Look at what he looks like. Right now, the bond is, <laughs> the reward is $250,000. And if I see the man, I'm snitching. And if he was my family member, would you snitch? That's the question right now. I'm asking you guys. If, your fa- if you know your family member murdered somebody, would you snitch on them? Would you ride them out for the reward? Would you snitch because you felt bad? Would you snitch? That's the question. That's the question. But do your research, people. It's actually an ongoing story. And with that ongoing story is Jelani White. Jelani White was a college student who um, was missing since August 26th. Apparently, his body was found, but they didn't, they, they didn't recover that until, until the Internet went in uproar about his disappearance. Meanwhile, he's been, dis- he's been known as a John Doe for two months because they just now came out with it. So, really, you couldn't put that much... He under people's necks. Where is Jelani White? Apparently, they say he drowned and his car was um, allegedly abandoned. Last time they saw him, he was leaving a dispensary, a weed dispensary, that is. And I'm sure he got the highest grade in there because he, he, he was 28. He was in graduate. Like, yeah, he was about to graduate. So I don't know what they're ruling this as, but they should put a lot of... Um, Put a lot of heat on media when it comes to all people being missing and (laughs) missing. That's not even a word. All people that are missing. Because with Gabby Petito, she was on every headline. But now people are just now hearing about Jaylani. Meanwhile, his body was already found August 26th. And if we didn't say anything, if the Internet didn't go crazy about his disappearance, he still would be a, a John Doe. So I need things to get regulated. I need people to do their research. And I need, you know, when you see somebody missing, maybe if you have an Instagram and something hits you or just pass it on. Because I've known people to be missing who had to mention somebody posted one post on Facebook and one post on Instagram and that thing flooded, 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 flooded. That woman was found. And that happens with kids and that happens with cars. It happens with Dogs, it happens. So I think that we all need to come together and be very vigilant when it comes to people and just people being missing because not like not for nothing. I can actually 
a white van rolled up on me asking me for directions. And I said, no, man, I started speaking all kind of languages and definitely put a little pep in my step because I can get traffic. Anybody can get traffic. And all it takes is a white van with a Mississippi plate and a wa- <laughs> and headphones that tune out the background and you are swiped and diped. So people be aware, be vigilant and just be grateful for what you have and be grateful for the people around you because life can be taken in the blink of an eye. And with that being said, I truly, truly appreciate you guys for pulling up to the Savage Mess But Never Addressed. This was one of the best episodes I've done. I feel nothing but happiness and I just I'm utterly, utterly grateful. Thank you guys for pulling up. I'm out. I said I'm out.